Hi everyone, just wanted to let you guys know that we now have a website. It is you know me so well podcast.com. Uh we have lots of different uh blog posts on there and it's just kind of like a central link to everything that we do uh regarding the podcast and the things outside of it. So go check that out. You know me so well podcast.com. And now let's get into the episode. Hi everyone, my name's Sophia. My name is Hank. And welcome to You Know Me So Well. Ah. And that's it from us. Thanks for listening. <laughs> See you next week. Anyways, for reference, we've been sort of on a roll recently with these episodes where we, we've been recording these episodes. It doesn't necessarily mean that they're coming out like or they're already out. Anyways, we've been on a roll with these episodes where we like create lists and then we read off the lists and... You know, like it's like proper, it's like a properly planned episode. But when we started this um, podcast, we were actually just free balling all of our episodes. So like whatever came to our mind at the time is what came out. And that is what we're doing again today because we did not plan for this episode. So yeah, we're going to free ball it. Hopefully something good comes out of it. Say a prayer for us and enjoy. Okay, so today we were talking about passions and the journey of them. I feel like it's not uncommon to have passions, but I think less rarely we talk about sort of how passions affect our lives and the journey that they take as we grow up and, you know, change as people And so I think both me and Hank have had some pretty strong passions over our short-ish lives. And so we'll refer to those and we'll share our experiences with them. And then we'll talk about sort of what we've learned from kind of the journey of these passions and, you know, try and give advice if you're in a situation where you're dealing with that sort of journey of a passion. I don't know. Just stick around, please and thank you. I promise we'll make it worth it. All right. So yeah, let's get started. Okay. So I've had a variety of different passions. I feel like my passions were strongest when I was around my middle school years. That's when my passions were extremely strong. And they were also hobbies, obviously. Well, some of them were like more than a hobby, but some of them were like casual hobbies that I had but these were like really strong passions and I've always been the type of person who is very passionate so if there's something that I really enjoy doing and it is a passion of mine like I really do invest a lot into it and I'm very serious about it and I have big dreams and I don't know I'm just very invested in whatever my passions are at the time and so yeah I I essentially had these very strong passions during those years, but with time, you know, I grew up, I became busier, other things took precedence, I started to have more responsibilities, and some of those passions either faded away or got pushed to the side, Um, and so... Honestly, at this point in my life, I think I'm sort of starting to work again to try and figure out what my passions are. Because honestly, like when people would ask me like around the end of high school or actually honestly throughout high school and then like in 
through my college years, you know, every so often people are like, so what do you like to do? Like, what are your hobbies? What are your interests? Right. And for me, it was always like my passions, but I've had this like difficulty where it's like, I'll usually share the things I like to do many, many years ago that I was super passionate about. And like, in theory, I would love to continue doing, but I just don't do anymore or I don't feel as strongly about them anymore and I'm just not sure what my hobbies and passions are at this point in my life and so I just like revert back to like what I know and I honestly I don't really know what where I stand on those stuff right now so it's like I think I'm starting to come to this point where I'm like okay now I need to like figure out what I really enjoy doing and I'm trying to like have like a new list of passions and hobbies that I can take with me moving forward and I can leave behind the ones that I've like outgrown or just no longer do. So for me, honestly, like my biggest life's passion ever has been dance. Um, I, I've been dancing like since I've been out of the womb, honestly, like there, if you look at like home videos from when I was like two, three, four years old, it's just me dancing around anytime music came around I was dancing like this was just me and of course with that you know my parents caught on they were like this is interesting I guess our daughter likes dancing and so they put me in ballet classes um when I was six and that led to a very windy journey through my essentially dance career I did ballet professionally for the majority of my dance career and I did take some breaks. Um, I quit when I was 10 because I was like, I'm so over this. And it's not like I had lost the passion for dance per se, but I think it just got like infiltrated by the seriousness that came with training to be a professional ballet dancer and having like a very strict schedule of like doing ballet five days a week um, for like, I don't know, one and a half to two hours each day and being 10 years old, you know, being on point, having like these Russian ballet teachers who are very like strict and like ballet crazy, you know, like there wasn't much. I mean, I, I did enjoy it, but like I think my passion sort of got quelled by that seriousness at such a young age. And so when I was 10, I was sort of just like over it. You know, I was like, I don't like going to these classes anymore. I don't like doing ballet five days a week. It's just exhausting. And so I quit. But then of course, you know, like as passions do, I feel like the passion came back, you know, once I quit, then I started to realize again, oh my gosh, wait, I actually really love dancing. And so like a year and a half later, I went back and I didn't mean to go back into ballet. I wanted to do more like I wanted to do a variety of different types of dancing or variety of different forms of dance. So I wanted to do like jazz, modern, contemporary. I don't even think I wanted to do ballet. I think I legitimately just like wanted nothing to do with ballet, honestly. But I went back into ballet and then I sustained some injuries that put me out of ballet for a while and all that. And then I got to high school. And at that point, I really did have like a love-hate relationship with dance because it had been very like infiltrated by this sort of professional ballet track that I was on which is you know if if you've ever done like ballet or any kind of like competitive dance like it's very exhausting and serious and you it takes up a lot of your time and energy and you don't have time for a lot of other things outside of it besides like school 
So I ended up really having this like love hate relationship with ballet and dance in general. And I went back and forth a lot. Dance a little less so. Like honestly, you know, when I'd have time, I'd, you know, dance at home. I'd improv. I would, you know, I watched a lot of like dance videos and stuff like that. And like, I think I always secretly would have loved to be like more like a competitive dancer, someone who was able to do a variety of different dance forms, but I just never really did. So yeah, like the passion was always there. It was it was a huge passion of mine, but it did get sort of spoiled by the training that I did. And eventually I finally tucked it away when I was 17 going on to 18. Well, I didn't actually like okay, actually so my my ballet career ended when I was 16. This was because uh, obviously I had this love hate relationship with ballet and it was starting to lean towards hate. And then also school was getting more serious. I was like trying to focus on getting into a good college. And then in addition, I was a very injured dancer who couldn't sustain the training that I was doing. And so I just felt that it was better for my body to give it up. So that wasn't exactly the end of dance. That was when I, I think finally got liberated because I was finally able to do dance as I pleased. And I had free reign as to how I trained and all that. But the issue with that was, I think that from my dance experience, I grew major commitment issues. Interesting, right? Yeah. Well, I grew major commitment issues. And so it made it extremely difficult for me to commit to like dance classes. And I, I honestly, like in the past couple of years, I've I don't even know, like, have I taken any dance classes? I've maybe taken like a handful of dance classes in the time that I've been in college. And it's something that I've like has always stuck with me. You know, every so often I'll like put some music on and just like improv. And it's the most freeing feeling ever. Like, I absolutely love it. I'm still very passionate about it. I, in a way, like want to get back into it. But I think the thing is like when I decided to stop training seriously for it and sort of gave myself free reign over how I chose to do dance I sort of also started to let go of that passion and it was very strange because despite having a love-hate relationship with it I felt as if I was doing myself a disjustice by sort of giving it up because I guess like I never really wanted to give it up. It was more like it just became too much for me and I didn't like the way that I was doing it. And so it felt only natural to do what I did. But I think I still like, you know, I wish that maybe I had continued it in college or I mean, there's always like an opportunity to continue, but I feel like it it gets harder and harder the further out you are from sort of leaving that passion and so, yeah, I think the thing with passions is like they don't necessarily ever die down. They just sort of like go dormant and you can always bring them back if you want. And I would say like if there is a passion that you have that has been dormant for a while, but you've wanted to like bring it back to life, I would recommend like finding a way to do that. Honestly, I've been thinking recently about starting to take like dance classes again. I really should do that. Yeah, I know. But like. I think just from the relationship that I had with dance, it's been hard for me to like say, okay, I'm going to, today I'm going to go take a dance class and it's going to be fun and it's, it's going to be an experience. But anyways, the point is like, I do feel that 
if there's a passion that you have, but it's been dormant and you want to bring it back, like find a way to do it. You know, I think the fun thing about our society is that there's so many opportunities to do things again. I see things on like TikTok all the time where it's people like trying ballet at like in their mid twenties for the first time or, you know, like joining a gymnastics, like club gymnastics at their college and they've never like they never did gymnastics when they were a child. And so I think there is a lot of opportunity. You just have to seek it out and, you know, try it out. And also like if the passions that you had are dormant and you don't necessarily want to bring it out, like it is a loss. I think that you have to sort of like when you're giving up a passion or you're tucking it to the side, you most definitely sort of have this grieving process because I feel like when you're passionate about something, like you feel very strongly about it and you invest a lot of time and you think a lot about it. And, you know, after all of that, like tucking it away can be quite difficult, but that's only natural. It's only natural to sort of grieve the loss of a passion or the, or it vanishing from your life. I think it's also good in a way though, because you have the ability to replace it with other passions and find new things that excite you and, you know, you feel passionate about. And I think it's also natural because, you know, we, we change over time, especially from like childhood to, you know, like high school to college to post-college. Like there's a lot of change that occurs and we become very different versions of ourselves in those, you know, different like periods of our lives. And it's only natural for certain passions to not make it through. I think, yeah, totally. Like if a passion is strong enough and it's something that you really, really enjoy doing it, it can make it through. It probably will show up in different forms in different periods of your life, but that doesn't mean like it won't survive. I just think that if a passion doesn't survive through these different periods of your life, that's totally fine. You're just making room for new passions, for new hobbies, for new interests. And I think that the best way that you can grieve with losing or tucking away one passion is to work on finding your next one. And I think it can be a really interesting journey. And I honestly think I can take this advice as well. I feel like Like I said, I'm sort of in this period of my life where I'm trying to figure out again, what are my passions? What are my interests? What do I like to do? And it's a work in progress. But the cool thing about it is I have this opportunity to experiment with different things and see whether I like it. And also, I I guess I have this opportunity to do things that maybe I wish I could have done when I was younger, but just didn't have the time for or just never got to try out. So, you know, brings a lot of opportunity. Yeah, Yeah, it's to kind of add on to what you said at the end, I mean, it's like it's like never too late to go and find new passions and go and pursue new new things, you know. It's like it's a major driving force, but I think it's like a major thing in order to be happy in life is to have these passions and things that you care about outside of your kind of, you know, either you're in school or working or whatever. So, you know, outside of your main, what you're doing during the day. I guess I'll just talk about what's been my biggest passion in life pretty easily i've been producing music since i was like i think 13 or 14 so it's been like seven years now which is crazy to think about and yeah i started in my eighth grade so i was i think i started like towards the end of being 13 so i've been doing that throughout high school i did it basically every single day you know i'd come home from school and 
I immediately go down to my basement and I start making music and come up to eat dinner and then go back down, do more, go to bed. I do homework during study hall and once I got home, it was all about, it was pretty much all about making music, a little bit of Fortnite, but that's okay. Yeah, that pretty much continued through every single year of high school. It was just always my thing. I eventually ended up meeting a few other kids who went to the school or who went to my high school that I would make music with them because I would produce music and they either sang or rapped or whatever. So I would, you know, make beats for them and we'd, yeah, yeah, we'd collaborate and we'd hang out and make stuff together. And it was actually, I made some really, really good friends doing that. And honestly, some really, really good memories as well. And one of the best things about it is this has always been such a, it's been such an outlet for me and my feelings. You know, I felt I've always been someone who's been decently closed off with my feelings and you know I don't really share them a lot but when it was just me kind of working on music you know like I felt like I could be as free as I wanted to and express everything that was that I was feeling and what was on my mind and it was it was such like a freeing thing for me emotionally and mentally and it really like it really got me through so many like difficult tough times in my life and it's honestly fun to go back and listen to Music I've made at different times in my life because I can he- I can hear it and remember exactly what I was feeling at that time and what I was going through in life. And but again, like kind of like Sophia, I don't do it as much anymore, which is something I really regret because it really is. I think I really noticed that kind of missing of a of a creative outlet in my life, and you know something that again I could probably take some of Sophia's advice as well. You know I should probably keep going and keep doing it as much as I can. You know, even if nothing ever comes out of it, it'll always at least be kind of that creative outlet for me. Which is just such a major thing to have. Like, like if you can, if you're like an artistic person and you can have that kind of outlet, not just music, but just any sort of artistic outlet, it is such a, it's such like a beautiful freeing thing. Like, there's really no other way to describe it. Like, it's, it's really just a great thing to have. I actually ended up going to school for uh, immediately out of high school. I did an associate's degree in audio engineering and that was great. That actually did teach me a lot and I don't know, I'm glad I I'm glad I did it. You know, I've never ever regretted doing anything with, with music, you know, like this it's honestly still one of my favorite things to do. Like it really gets me excited every single time I do it. It's just like uh I regret not doing it as much as I used to, you know. Hearing myself say all this is something I'm definitely gonna have to get back on and get back doing again. Yeah, kind of reiterating what Sophia said in hers and what I said at the beginning of mine. Like, it's it's, it's never too late to find your passion and what you want to do. You know, there's there's going to be something for everyone out there. It's, um, it's just natural, and it, it might be something you never would have expected. I think just go out of your way to try as many different things as possible. You know, the worst that could happen is you don't like it. And, you know, it's out there. You just got to go find it. Yeah, I definitely kind of touching on what Hank said about it's it's never too late to find your passions like if you've gone through life and you've never felt passionate about something that's totally fine you know there's first off you have likely a lot of life ahead of you and you know like it takes time to try different things to experience different things and so you know maybe there's something out there that you just haven't had the opportunity to try yet that's going to be your life's passion and you just don't know it yet and so yeah I mean I I definitely would recommend like try new things 
if there's ever been something that's been on your mind where you're like, this would be kind of cool. Like, I would love to do this. Look around, see if there's an opportunity for you to try it out. I think it doesn't hurt to try at the end of the day. Like, you know, if it's not your passion, then you tried something, you had an experience and now you can check it off your list and say, all right, well, I experienced this, but this isn't for me. That's fine. I'll keep working on finding what's meant for me. I don't know. I think like if you're listening to this right now, we can give you this goal of like this week, try something new, go to a new type of class, like a dance class or like an, like a, an art class or like an acting class or something, or look online and, and like find recommendations as to how to do certain things from home. You know, we have like the internet, which is really great. There's endless resources out there you know if you're in school see if there's an opportunity you know either if you're in high school or even in college like I mean I could think college would probably be better for this but like see if there's like a club that you know does something that you might be interested in trying or maybe there's a class or something like that I don't know there's just endless ways to try new things to experience new things and to find your passions and There's also endless ways to bring back passions that you once had. I think it's only normal for passions to go dormant from time to time, and that's fine. But that doesn't mean that, like, you know, if you're putting a passion aside, like, it's you're never going to get to experience it again. For example, like, I have an aunt who is really big into photography, and I think it's it's been sort of her passion since, like, for decades. But For the longest time, she was telling me, like, for the longest time, like, she just didn't really have the time and funds to do photography, like, seriously. And so it was sort of just, like, I guess something maybe she did a little more casually or just had sort of at the back of her mind. And then now, you know, she, she like, goes on these photography trips every couple of months and, you know, photographs wildlife. She has, like, a photography book she recently came out with. Like, she's just you know, been able to like enjoy her passion at full force and, you know, it worked out for her. So another good example I can give is I was really, really into, okay, I've always had a thing for like cameras, like from a pretty young age, I've enjoyed picking up a camera and like photographing stuff or videoing myself. Like, honestly, you could say I invented vlogging at the age of seven or eight. It's weird. Anyways. I've seen it. She's yeah. not lying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I like also would be like, go see my YouTube channel. Like, I don't even know how I knew what YouTube was because my parents are my parents were kind of like anti-technology, TBH. Um, anyways, but the point is, from a very young age, I've always had a camera in my hand. I got a video camera for my 10th birthday when I was in middle school and also a little bit in high school, but mainly middle school, I would make these short films I would you know videotape things friends we do little acting scenes I'd edit it together in iMovie Um, I went so far to create a whole movie a whole one hour movie with original with an original soundtrack and a trailer and I don't know what else I did it was there was a lot oh we had a whole premiere too with trophies yeah, 
talk about passions. I I am probably someone who like has the strongest attachment to my passions and puts like every fiber of their being into it. Anyways, so yeah, that was me. And then like high school came around and I think high school really like sort of just squashed all my passions away, which was unfortunate because I just got so busy with school and caught up with like high school life and all that. So I I definitely like I stopped the whole filmmaking thing and I wasn't really doing that kind of stuff that much. I wasn't really videotaping things anymore. But like now, many, many years later, I have a YouTube channel and it's quite different from like what I was doing back then. But in theory, it's the same thing. You know, I'm videoing things. I'm editing it together. I'm taking everything I learned at age like 11 to edit stuff together now to edit my videos together and then I share it for the or I share it to the world and it's not the same thing I was doing back then but it's very similar and it's sort of demonstrating how this passion has continued and how it was dormant for a a while but that wasn't the end of it per se it just came back in a new form and I think it also like it demonstrates how passions can sort of live through different phases and periods of your life so kind of piggyback off of something you said uh a little bit back with like youtube and everything you can learn literally anything on the planet any interest that you've ever had someone on youtube has made a video on how to do it probably many many videos so it's really not too difficult to like go pick up and find something and find something new to learn you know it's it's something that keeps life fresh and exciting you know Yeah, I think, okay, now I remember one other thing I wanted to touch on that Hank said. I do feel like having passions really does give purpose to your life. And I think as we grow up, we tend to just get caught up in our like daily lives, whatever school type things we have or work type things we have. And that's like our purpose. But the truth is like, if you don't have a purpose outside of work, you'll get burned or school, you'll get burnt out so easily and it'll you'll lose your zest for life I think that the great thing about passions is even if you can only dedicate like a small amount of time to it it just gives you something to keep going for yeah 100% so yeah is that it from us I think it is it from us um like I said go go find a new way to explore your passions this week go I don't know look it up on YouTube go take a new class like do something just do something. It'll be so worth trying it. All right. Anyways, thank you so much for listening. Thank you. We will see you next week. Bye. Bye.